Hey everybody, really excited about the Got Game University podcast this week. Had a great conversation with my buddy Wes Robinson out at the National Wild Turkey Federation convention. And uh, we talk about a, a bunch of different things that he's got going on, his plans for the turkey season, as well as some of his projects. Wes has been a great supporter of our company and the Turkey Tech mobile app, and we appreciate him. And we'll get to that conversation in just a minute. Wanted to let you all know that this episode of the Got Game University podcast has been brought to you by Ride On Optics. We've started working with Ride On and uh, have been super impressed by the quality of their optics, rifle scopes, uh, binos, as well as tactical red dot scopes. Uh, getting a red dot scope mounted on the turkey gun actually uh, going to be a pretty sweet dialed in turkey gun and uh, excited about that getting here and, and getting the kids out and chasing some turkeys. So. Before we get into this podcast, just wanted to give a special thank you to Ride On Optics for supporting us, and and uh, hope you enjoy this one with Wes Robinson. Turkey hunting out there and turkey hunting where I'm at is just so incredibly different that it's it's just amazing. I mean, it's it's one of those things. Parts of it was was way harder, and parts of it was way easier. You're listening to the Got Game University podcast. This podcast puts you in the classroom and lets you learn from some of the best hunters and callers in the woods. Hi, this is Taylor and Ryan with Got Game Tech. Got Game Tech is a software development company that builds mobile apps that teach hunters how to call and hunt different animals. Hey, this is Taylor Tibbetts with the Got Game University podcast. I'm out here at the NWTF National Convention and excited to have my good friend Wes Robinson here with us on the on the podcast. How you doing, Wes? Pretty good, man. How's it going? Hey, it's going good. What do you think about the show so far? It's awesome. I think uh, Thursday's definitely the day to come if you want to get in before the crowd gets here. So, um, you know, the Friday and Saturday, it's usually pretty hectic. Right. So yeah. there's better deals on stuff if you're looking to buy on Saturday. They're closing but, it out yeah, before they head home. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, Thursday, it's, it's a little more low key. So you can actually get in and talk with some people and check out the products. So yeah, cool. no, I felt like it was a, a kind of a big rush right around 11 o'clock when they opened the gates, but then everyone kind of spread out, went where they wanted to go. And right. it was pretty easy to navigate between the booths. And Yeah, there's always a few booths that's always like, you know, got a huge lines right at the right. beginning. Um, Apex and Federal, you know, the the, the TSS shells have right, been really hot right. the last few years. So, so those they've always got the line. People trying to get right, you know the deals the before stuff. they before yeah. they sell out and stuff. So, but I mean, I I fell victim of that too. I was in line getting getting <laughs> ammo. Did you get so, some? Yeah, I actually. Did you I, go with the new Apex? Or so the... no, I I'm gonna try the uh, the Browning TSS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the Browning is about uh, ten dollars less a box than the Apex, which you know when you're talking a box of five shells, that's that's a huge amount. Um, and I, I think I tried Federal last year and had good luck with it. So I think that the Browning is probably going to be just as good. I mean, it's you're still getting that heavyweight TSS shot. TSS so. is definitely a game changer. Yeah, I mean, I, I killed a turkey last year. Um, honestly, I, I almost hate to say how far it was because it's one of those. It, it was you, just, it was deceivingly long uh, shot, and it was actually 92 yards. Holy moly! Yeah, yeah. So it and it dropped right where it was and, and died at 92 yards, um, which was a three and a half inch shell, you know. Right. Um, yeah, but you can reach out there and poke them. Yeah, it's the stuff is it's legit. It's not a it's no joke. Yeah, know, well, so. I heard an interesting com- analogy today, and this was from Scott, our expert on the Turkey Tech app. Yep. And he, you know, he's pro staff for Apex and um, was talking about how, um, you know, it's like the the blade of a knife, right? right? So the sharper the knife blade the better it cuts. Mm-hmm. And so if you've got that smaller surface area mm-hmm. um, that it's able to penetrate and because that TSS is denser than lead, it's able to still carry that energy it needs to. Right. And, and you just have a lot more BBs, right? So yeah. you're able to. Yeah, and that's I, what's cool to me is that it's opened up a lot of 
um, youth hunters mm -hmm. to turkey hunting that wasn't able to they before. Could shoot that 410. Yeah, I mean 410 in previous years really has not been a. It's like the sexy turkey gun, turkey yeah, load now, right? Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, because 410 was one of those, you know, 10 yards. Uh, it was kind of pushing 10, 15 yeah. maybe um, to be ethical. Um, but but now, yeah, it's a viable load at 34 yards. So it, it's really you know getting the youth involved, which right. is a good thing. No, we always love that. Absolutely. No, that's cool. Um, so uh, I know when we met at ATA about a month ago, you were shopping for bows. So uh, mm -hmm. anything like that that you're looking to check out at the show here? Or was it mainly the ammunition? Um, so with this show for me, it's it's the show where you just kind of unwind at the end of all of the shows. Yeah. Um, I think that this is the most fun. It seems to be the most laid back show of all of them. Um, I think if you're contemplating on going to a show, I think this is the one that you should try because okay. it's, it's less of that... Um, business and people just trying to make those business connections. I mean, there's some of that going on, obviously, but it's one of those shows where you can just just go and have people fun. People are a little more chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Maybe I, a and more I think, approachable. Yeah, and I think it's for the same reasons. You know, they're, everybody's just done. They're they're trying. They're not trying to you know push everybody and get all of these ambassadors on board and everything. They're just they just want to hang out and just talk hunting. And in this case, turkey hunting, which is cool. So right, right. Yeah. No, that's fantastic, man. Well, we met about a year ago, and it was through a, a mixer that Go Wild, mm -hmm. the Go Wild app, had put on. Yep. So, what's your role with Go Wild? And maybe talk to our listeners a little bit about that app. We haven't. We need to talk more about it because it's right. a great resource. But uh, yeah, get it started. On yeah. That. So, so with Go Wild, basically, what I am, I'm an ambassador for them. Um, that's really all. But I've been with them since the beginning. So, in the beginning, you know, and they were a very a new app, and it's changed drastically in the last couple of years. But um, I was one of the first people that kind of saw what they were doing and thought it was a cool idea. You know, they were looking for um, some semi-large accounts to to climb on board and, and be ambassadors and help push this new app. So I got on at the beginning because, you know, they're, they're doing, uh, they've got a couple different approaches. One is that, you know, you've got this social media platform that is like a Facebook for the outdoorsman, right. which is cool, but they also really push a lot of getting youth involved and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, and that's, you know, that's me. Um, that's my favorite part about it, honestly, because, you know, just that's the future of the sport right. is getting the kids involved. Yeah, if we don't so, have the youth involved, we don't have a future. Right, and so I really like that part of them. Um, but, you know, it's one of those things that the people behind it are great. Um, that's one, one thing that I look for in a company. Um, if I'm gonna work with them at all, I could care less if the people behind it, you know, aren't good to talk with and good to deal with. And everybody with Go Wild has been super nice. Um, they're all hunters or hikers. They're involved in the outdoors um, in some way or another. So you're not having posts taken down right. because, you know, right. blood or something, which, you know, I get it. You know, some people need a little bit more catering to with posts, but at the same time, there's, you know, there's blood involved in, in right. harvesting an right. animal. So, um, so you're not going to have that taken down. So that's really cool. But, but yeah, I mean, they, they've been great guys to deal with and they're, they're super um, progressive in their, and they're app developing, they're, they're always changing and stuff and, and trying to make it better, so that's cool. Yeah, no, that's awesome. So I'd encourage all of our listeners to go check out the Go Wild app. It's definitely a social community for hunters and outdoorsmen and, and a place where you can interact. And they also have some cool new things the, related to purchasing gear, mm -hmm. reviewing gear. Yeah, the Gearbox. Uh, yeah, they've, they've opened up the Gearbox on the app. And so basically you can uh, look at a basically you you op, uh, upload a picture of yourself in your favorite hunting gear or whatever and you can tag all that stuff and people that's just getting into the sport maybe looking for like a mid-weight hunting line you know they'll click on that and they can see what you're using um, and they actually have the ability to purchase that through the app 
and and then you know some of the the proceeds go to conservation so that's pretty yeah, cool too yeah no that's fantastic man super cool so uh let us know a little bit more about uh kind of your hunting background and and uh i know you've got a few different uh irons in the fire there <laughs> yeah uh, yeah so been hunting since basically about four or five years old squirrel hunting with my with my dad uh, so grew up doing that i'm from eastern kentucky so you know the big the big things to hunt there is definitely whitetail and and eastern turkey you know right. it's and maybe every now and then somebody gets lucky and draws an elk tag yeah you know i put in for that for 16 years or seven <laughs> oh shoot i guess going on 19 or 20 years and now. is it a straight up lottery every time yeah so no poor preference points no no i mean you do if you do draw it's like three years later before you can draw again okay but but yes there's no preference points or anything so yeah i've been putting in i guess like 19 20 years now wow. i haven't drawn yeah, so but the nice tough. thing is it's just 10 bucks a pop so mm. you know it's not like i've been to, invested a fortune into it um but yeah so grew up hunting deer and turkey and everything and i did have a, a little time there where i went out west to work on a ranch so done some hunting out there and I mean, I killed deer while I was out there. I never was able to kill an elk, so that's still on my bucket list. Um, did some turkey hunting out there, and the difference between turkey hunting out there and turkey hunting where I'm at is just so incredibly different that it's it's just amazing. I mean, it's it's one of those things. Parts of it was was way harder, and parts of it was way easier. Uh, I think that actually calling the turkey in in the west was easier to me not as educated by right right but just just locating and finding them though was so much harder so much more ground Um, to cover especially locating them on public land right um because i mean you know you got guys out there that turkey in my opinion in the area i was in was you know they haven't been there that long right so a lot of the private landowners think that hey it's cool i've got turkey in my backyard so they feed them right so the turkeys just stay, stay there. there and so to get them onto public land proved to be pretty difficult um but once once you did find them you know in the right areas i, I thought that they was easier to call to and easier to get them to commit because yeah. yeah like you said there's not as much pressure because it's a newer sport out there than it is in the east were they Merriam's or rios that you were Merriam's. and i've yeah. heard that about Merriam's too that uh they're a little bit more willing to call and mm-hmm. you've got to keep calling to keep them engaged right. they're a little bit more I don't know if I heard them described as ADHD or right. they just got to, yeah, they, they want to check it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just completely different from the Eastern birds because, you know, I can, I can take anybody out and get them within a hundred yards of a bird in Kentucky. Right. No problem. Right. But getting from a hundred to, yeah, to, to you know, range. shooting range is, <laughs> is incredibly hard most of the time. Um, turkey hunting to me, it's kind of like predator hunting. It's one of those, whenever it goes good, it's, the best you know right. there's there's nothing that compares to it but it can also be the complete opposite it can be the most annoying and aggravating type of hunting oh gosh, that there yeah. ever was because you know you you hear this bird gobbling and, and you you got him answering you and 30 minutes goes by you know every time you touch the slate he's gobbling and then he flies down nothing and then 15 minutes later you hear him and he's 400 yards right. out of the direction right and yeah. i mean I, that's been I mean, that's 90% of, of the time, you know, when you're turkey hunting. So it's, it can be super frustrating. But um, so, I mean, you know, up until now, though, I have had pretty good luck. You know, it's one of those things you, if you stay after it, um, you can, you can usually have some success, but I'm also one of those that at the end of the season, I want some meat in the freezer, right. you know, right. so I'm not above, I haven't been above shooting a Jake in the past. Um, I try not to, obviously last year I was able to, to kill two toms, uh, which is our, our season limit, you know, yeah. it's two. 
Um, so I was able to get those two, and they were they were nice birds. Um, but it, it took me all season, you know. Right. Um, right. And that's still using a shotgun with, you know, with a, this brand new ten dollar shot, you know, ammo. So, so it's not an easy thing to accomplish, you know, regardless of where you're at, for sure. I mean, I've got birds all around me, but but getting them in is still it's yeah, not, no, it's it's not a, a done deal. It's, but it's what keeps you coming back to for sure. Uh, yeah, that's what that's what got us involved in building these mobile apps and t trying to teach people how to call is because we want to learn how to call. Right. And you know, we're able to partner with experts that have had more experience and have developed those calling skills. And mm -hmm. the apps have definitely opened the doors for us uh, and our first app was an elk calling app but our second one was turkey tech which is why we're out here at the nwtf show and it was interesting for me having never ever ever even thought about hunting turkeys really until um, you know we got into this business and realized that the elk calling app had a ton of crossover for turkeys right and then the next year putting my son in for a youth turkey tag in idaho and the portion of the state that we were living in, there was no over-the-counter turkey tag, so he had right. to draw, but he drew. Yeah. Uh, so he drew a tag, and I had about a year of working with Scott and building this app out, and man, it was a blast being able to ultimately call in a turkey for him to shoot. Right. And that interaction that you can have with the bird makes turkey hunting super fun. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. I mean, people, you know, they're like, what, what does it compare to? And I think elk hunting would be the closest comparison because if you don't have them talking, it's very difficult, you know, to to get in on them. I mean, right. if um, if you go out and the birds are just not, if you can't locate them, it's really hard and it's really frustrating yeah. because you're basically just walking around and hoping to see them. The only catch is, you know, they have incredible eyesight and they will bolt at, you know, at 400 yards if they right. see you walking across the field. Right. That's the end of it. And 99% yep. of the time they see you first. So. <laughs> So if if they're not talking, they, it's it's just about impossible yeah, to, it's a struggle. to be successful. That was successful. a huge eye opener for me. Is I just I'd heard that and heard that, but on our first day hunting with my son, I had to learn it the hard way. Right. You know, I, I you know I'm hunted deer, hunted elk, and if you've got good wind, mm -hmm. um, you can usually you know kind of work your way in. But man, on turkeys, it's it's their eyesight's so good. Yeah, yeah, and that's my wife, and that's one of my goals for this year is to get my wife a bird. Um, and she has, uh, she's learned it the hard way as well. Yeah. You know, I told her, I said, you can't, you can't move at all. Right. Um, and you know, it's taken her a couple of years to, to realize that I'm, I mean it at all. If they're, especially, you know, <laughs> when they're in that shooting range, Yeah. I mean, the slightest little thing they pick up on, I mean, their eyesight is just ridiculous. So I, uh, I think I finally got her to where, you know, she knows now that it makes sense. Yeah. You don't, don't move. move means freeze. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. No, that makes a ton of sense. Well, in the, you know, the calling similarities between turkey hunting and elk hunting, you're playing off those same emotions, you know, the, mm -hmm. the mating instinct that they have and being able to hear the sounds that turkeys are making, understand what those mean, and then be able to understand how to reply. That's a big part of the battle. Right. Yeah. And I think that that's the, the Turkey Tech app is, it's awesome in that way because you can actually hear what it's supposed to sound like. That's, right. the, that's the main thing, you know, because you can... You can hear a guy do it. Um, you can hear, you know, somebody like in these booths. You can hear it. It might sound good to you, but right. that's not to say that he's doing it the right way. Just right. because it sounds good to you doesn't mean it sounds good to a turkey. Right. So having the ability to actually hear what what it sounds like in the wild when a turkey's doing, I think, is pretty key. Um, because you know, it's just it's one of those things that you you can't. You got to take the human element out of it right. to to really right. start to you know to get that sound that you want. Because maybe, you know, the sound that you like might not be the sound that I like. You know, I'm not, 
I might hear that a, a little different way, you know. So having the ability to, to hear it in the wild, I think, is is super important. Yeah, and also you. that stuff that you know the those calls that are just um, they're not the most popular, you know, not your yelps and your clucks, but like your your kiki runs and your stuff like that. Um, it's it's really um, it's really key to be able to hear those. And I think you you just launched the uh, was the new uh, Bard Owl locator. Yeah. And that's the thing, you know you got to be able to do those right too because like we said if you can't get them to talk to you it's game over from the beginning so right. the locator calls and stuff is in my opinion just as important because um, there's been a ton of birds that I've killed in the past that is basically locate them and then put your call away because mm -hmm. you know at the end of season they've been called to by every different uh, you know Primos, Woodhaven, <laughs> they've, they've heard, heard it all. all. Kind of like whenever they brought out the Hoochie Mama right, elk for call. Elk, exactly. I mean, you know, yeah. the elk would just laugh at you. Same <laughs> with the turkey. So, you know, they've heard it all. So you just need that one gobble to know where they're at. And usually if you're hunting in an area that you know, you can hear it and you say, okay, they're, on that, they're on that tall ridge. That's where they're always roosted at. I know where he's at. You put your call away. I know where I need to set. Yeah. So the locator calls are just as if not more important than the actual turkey calls so so hearing the owls in you know in the wild that's important too no oh, that's a really great point too yeah we've been excited about that update and some of the kind of next level more nuanced calls that it includes on there mm -hmm. and really hoping to yeah, help all turkey hunters be able to find you know some way that that elk can help that app can help them improve mm -hmm. their improve their calling for sure uh well yeah we appreciate the support you've given us with with that app what what about uh I know you've got some some plans for for YouTube and some maybe some videos that you're going to be recording. What what's that look like for you? Yeah, so so I do have a YouTube channel, Gear 101. Um, do a lot of gun reviews and, and archery stuff on there. Uh, definitely planning to to do some videos on the Turkey Tech app itself. Um, I have done them on Go Wild in the past. That's one of those things. If you if you got a product that you believe in, that you see the value in, you know you want to you want to push it out yeah. um so so that's what i'll be doing you know basically just kind of doing a run through on it and and showing you know people that, that it's out there and that it's cool. available because that's in this game you know that's the main thing you got to just people's got to know that it's, gotta there. Know it's there uh, you yeah. know because they you take a new turkey hunter they're probably not thinking hey i'm going to go to the app store and i'm going to find this so right. but what are they going to do they're going to go to youtube and learn how so exactly. yeah so yeah. you you put that out there and say okay well here's this that i can have all the time and I think, you know, getting that information out there that they, you have the ability to hear wild game making the sounds and yeah. stuff, that, no, that's, that's important. Point, so no, that's cool. Thank mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. um, are you going to be uh, filming any of your hunts and putting them on that channel or? <laughs> so I have in the past, but man, is self-filming super hard. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things, in my opinion, that for me, I have to go either full-time cameraman or full-time hunter. Right. Um, there's no really no in-between for me uh, because I have tried it and there's been so many times that I've completely messed up, you know, the hunt part of it because right. I'm trying to, to take care of the, of the camera. Yeah. And now my buddy, you know, he's he's the opposite. He'll, he doesn't care. He wants the footage mm -hmm. and that's fine. But at the end of the day, I want some food, you know, exactly. I want to eat. So, yeah, that's right. so I'll, I will always pick the hunt over the, over the footage. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I don't. Now, if he wants to film me, that's one thing. Or, you know, if I want to film him, I might put some stuff on the channel. But in the past, you know, YouTube algorithms, just like um, Instagram, you know, it's not the um, not the easiest place to get a, a hunting channel launched. Right, right. Um, so, 
it, it's one of those things that if I put it up there, it's usually just for my own memory yeah. and preservation. Fun to have. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that makes kind of sense, like, man. you know, vlogging and stuff. I like to have that kind of content on there just for my own kids, you know, just mm -hmm. to seeing them, you know, a year ago. Um, and I, I never really thought about that until I started going through my old videos and seeing my kids on there. I'm like, man, this is pretty cool. So, so I, I upload stuff like that. And sometimes I don't even make it public, you know, I just yeah. keep it private, but yeah, it's a nice place list. just to keep that kind of stuff that you don't think about. And a year later, it means something to you. Um, but yeah, so Hunting, probably not. I mean, I, I most of my hunting stuff is on like Instagram and the Go Wild okay. app in yeah. you know photo form. Right. Um, more more gear review stuff on on my YouTube okay. channel for cool. sure. Um, so for the sake of our listeners being able to track you down, how, what's your Instagram handle and and uh, how can they catch up to you on Go Wild too? Okay, so it's Robinson underscore Outdoors on Instagram, okay. and then Robinson Outdoors on on Go Wild, on Go Wild. and then my YouTube channel is Gear One Hundred One. Gear One Hundred One. Yeah. Okay. No, that's cool, man. Sure. So uh, just to wrap up, what's your, uh, so just hunting in your own state this year? Are you going to hunt some other states? What's yeah, I'm, I'm just, like? I'll just be hunting. I mean, I, I'm lucky enough to have uh, private land, you know, my own land that we can hunt. Uh, it's getting a little more difficult over the years with more people moving in. You know, it always does, but I still am able to hunt fairly close to home. So I'll be doing that. Um, don't have a lot of time, unfortunately, to go to other states. Um, so I guess goal-wise, my, my goal is definitely an archery turkey. I've still not been oh, able cool. to do that. Oh, cool. So you get um, off the bow this year. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things. You, It's already difficult enough, but, right. man, I've you try it once, and then you fail, and then it just it kind of lights that fire. Yeah. You, you really want to yeah. make it happen. And I, I hate hunting out of a ground blind. I always have. Um, I think I'm going to have to break down and hunt yeah. out of a ground blind, you know. <laughs> it's spot and stalk with, with a bow oh, on turkeys man. is yeah, super tricky. difficult. Yeah, so so probably going to gonna utilize a ground blind this year and try to get one with a bow, and then hopefully if my wife can, can get off work, we can try to get her her first yeah. bird too. Heck yeah, man. That's yeah. awesome. And how old's your oldest kiddo? She is five. I've okay. got a five-year-old girl and a, and a one-year-old boy. So can she turkey hunt soon? What's the age? Uh, I think that... So I don't even think that Kentucky has an actual age limit on it. Um, I know, I remember whenever I was four, I was squirrel hunting. Wow, yeah. Um, but, you know, that's been a while. So, yeah, you know, rules and regulations have changed. Yeah. yeah, she's, mentally, she's not ready. You know, yeah. she's she's nowhere near ready right now. Um, my my son, you know, by the time he's three and four, he'd, he'd be the one that you can take out with a BB gun and start shooting birds. But my daughter, it's going to be a couple years on her, I think. Yeah, different, for huh? sure. Yeah. For sure. No, that makes sense, man. Well, it's super rewarding. I can speak from personal experience and being able to get, get kiddos out there and mm -hmm. help them have positive experiences in the outdoors. So, yep. man, that's awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. No problem, it's been man. fun. We'll keep in touch and yep. um, enjoy the show. All right. Sounds good, man.